you know, I started out in the industry thinking I'm a young believer. I'm going to be on fire for Jesus and I'm going to share my faith and I'm going to, it didn't quite turn out that way. And I remember most of your audience won't remember this actor unless they've watched old Disney movies like The Love Bug and, and stuff. He approached me and he said, don't do this. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. It's going to test your faith and it's going to affect your faith. And I thought, been in the business for years. What are you telling me? Don't do it for. I could do this. So anyway, I I continued to uh, pursue it, and I did shows like Charlie's Angels and Dukes of Hazard and Fantasy Island. And I got to tell you, when you're sitting in a makeup chair, getting your face done, and your hairs and curlers, and Ricardo Montalban comes up and kisses your hand, you're like, <laughs> wow, that's like swooning. <laughs> it was it was quite quite the experience, but. Um, Anyway, unfortunately, as I followed that path, I it became more about me than Jesus. And so I made some choices I wish I hadn't. And I represented myself in ways I wish I hadn't. And nothing that, you know, I would be mortified about if people saw or, or knew about. But at the same time, I went into it because I wanted to represent Christ. And that did not become my priority with time. So as I was doing this, I had also met uh, my high school sweetheart at youth group and we were going to get married. So um, I kept acting, but did it maybe for about eight years after we got married. And then we thought, oh, it's probably time to have kids. So when we did that, I stepped away. And as soon as I had my kids, my first baby, my son, um, I have two sons, but my first son, um, boy, God just really got a hold of my heart. And I got back to where I started when I accepted Christ. And I truly gave my heart over to him, gave him the throne of my heart, because I wanted that baby to grow up to know Jesus. So I had really kind of backed away from the entertainment business. We moved from California. I'm originally a Southern California girl um, up to the Pacific Northwest. And so there were a few things to do in the media up here. But um, so I did a few commercials and a few movies and things like that, but mostly wanted to be a stay at home mom. And my husband and I got very involved in youth group. Uh, we for 10 years had junior high camp in our backyard and <laughs> had kids here for three days at a time. And it was so wonderful to look out and see the church band playing and the youth pastor preaching and kids raising their hands to accept Jesus. So that was a wonderful time in life. And as everything has been that, that God has done in my life, it was preparation because God just dropped ministries in my lap that he wanted me to work with. Uh, one was the Billy Graham Association. I was, I did Taekwondo with my kids. Oh, God has taken me so many different directions. I hope I'm going off on different rabbit trails. But um, I was doing Taekwondo with my kids and um, was driving home one night and I got a phone call and the person on the other end said, I'm so-and-so. And well, I knew this person was our top newscaster in Spokane. I thought, oh, funny, who's calling me playing a joke? And she asked if I would head up communications and media for Franklin Graham, who was coming to town to do a big crusade. And that was kind of my introduction to public relations. And it was just 
the most incredible experience. And I met people that are still in my life today. And God just really grew me through that time. And that's where I met uh, the woman who was the co-author of the first book I wrote. And uh, we wrote it together. It's called Fast Friends, The Amazing Power of Friendship, Fasting, and Prayer. Because we had agreed to fast and pray together once a week and put the same passion into it for our marriages, for our children, for our lives, for our testimonies, as we would do for ourselves. And so about six months in, she calls me and she says, sit down. God has told me we're supposed to write a book and call it Fast Friends. And I was like, yeah, that's funny. Um, But 13 years later, God brought it together. And at the time he did, I was working with the Salvation Army. My husband and I had gotten a call to go down there and be part of a small team creating an internet television network. Wow. The first meeting we had when we were down there was breakfast with producer Ralph Winter. And it was like, this is God, this is just crazy <laughs> that you would do this. But um, I, I was with them for five years. My husband was only with it for a year because he really missed Spokane and wanted to come back. So I just traveled. But it was an incredible time of growth. And that's also the time I, I met a gentleman named Carlton Garborg, who is the president of Broad Street Publishing. And he published our book. Uh, my my co-author's name is Wendy Simpson Little. And, and then um, when the Salvation Army situation wound down, he said, come work for Broad Street. Oh, I, I love the way that God has moved you and you stepped into it like you. Like, even though you're an actress, it it is even like you didn't say anything about like, oh, I was I was taken out of acting. You just like kind of went with the flow. You just went with wherever God was leading you and you didn't cry about it. You just you just kept going and you, you were trusting God through this whole thing. So when you know, when did you focus? When did you start focusing your writing on Christian values? Well, that came. Well, actually. I started out by writing short plays to go with the sermons at the church I was at. And uh, one time, uh, my wonderful pastor here in Spokane, former pastor, Matt Thomas, came up to me and he said, oh, here's my sermon list for the year. Will you write some dramas? I was like, "Okay." And (laughs) um, I can't do any of it without the Lord. But that was where it started. That's so it started. I did that and I would cast them and direct them and, you know, yeah. be in some of them, but um, probably with doing the book with Wendy, you know, I, it was such an incredible time to work with her those 13 years on and off when we fasted and prayed and kept a record. I mean, when we went to write the book, we had the book. Yeah. We just had to put everything together because we had chronicled everything we learned from the Lord. Yeah. Um but that that was really the time. And, and Wendy came up uh, and spent some time at my house. We had to get it done and turn it in because she had her own business. And so I, I just remember getting up in the morning, you know, talking to God together, working throughout the day till midnight. And I think the third day we looked at each other and we said, have we showered? <laughs> <laughs> Not stop. But it was it was so wonderful. And God, God did it. So it's been an incredible blessing. But I got to tell you, every every time I sit down to write, I have to ask the Lord for his words because I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I see the difference. You know, there's been a day or two where I'll start and I haven't 
stopped right before I started to pray. And it's like, ew, this is really boring. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, then I stop and and ask the Lord for his help and his words. And he's so faithful. He's so good. Yes. So that's something that's on my heart. This world, they don't look at God as good. And he is so good. If you look at everything he's done for us, even if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, I mean, just look at what God has created and what he has done. I don't get it that people don't come to him because it's the greatest love you could ever know. Absolutely. But yeah, he's just amazing. And he's so faithful. He's so good. When things happen that are bad, it's it's not God. It's man. And he's sick. And that's what people need to recognize. But Jesus came and he took care of all that. And he took our sin. He took our death. And then he says, here, this is free. This is a free gift. I love you. I want you. And I just hope if anybody's out there today and you don't know Jesus, please pick up the Bible. Please ask God to reveal himself to you and he will do it. So what is the most important thing you could tell someone about Jesus? He is the greatest love that you will ever know. You know, I've heard this phrase, he couldn't stand to live without us, so he died for us. And that's the truth. We're all sinners. We all do things wrong. If I mean, if you think you didn't, just take a minute to say, have I ever lied? Have I ever done? You know, there's there's so many little things that we overlook or say, yeah, it's no big deal. But um, he came to save us. He was God. He could have just let us go like, you guys are messed up. Forget it. But he gave his life. He took our nails. He took our cross. And he says, I love you so much that I died for you. I want to forgive your sins. I want to make you free. I want to give you eternal life. I mean, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and magnificent things you do not know. Who's going to say no to that? So I just encourage anyone in your audience who doesn't know Jesus, go to him, Hmm. confess your sin, ask him to come into your heart, be your savior, and you will begin the life that you were created for. Hmm. You know, the Holy Spirit is pushing on my heart to ask you, when was it that you felt Jesus' presence the strongest? Mm. When I, oh boy, there's been so many times. I got a call that um, was a diagnosis of MS. And I walked through that for about a month and a half with the Lord's being shocked. And then finally saying, okay, God, if this is it, you know, let's make the most of it. And then I had an appointment where they said, no, you don't. They did that. They read that wrong. And I thought, Lord, what's happening here? I was all prepared. But, you know, he walked me through that. He got me to the point where if that was the road we were going down, it was okay. And then, you know, just different things I've gone through. Um, that we all go go through trials, hardships, relationships. Um, Jesus was closest to me when he said, this is a time when you're going to share in my sufferings. But 
And it was a heartbreak, but he was so close that I was able to say, okay, Jesus, this is for you. I will walk through this because I know you're doing it through me. And I can just say he's never failed me. He's always been so faithful. He's always shown up. And um, those are the times, oh, God, I don't want to go through another one right now. But (laughs) those are the times that I've felt him the closest is the times of trial. So what has God taught you about yourself and your work? Because I love people and I tend to be a more of a, um, I want everybody to get along. Let's all have peace. You know, um, I would at times in my life, let what people say affect me too much, but God has gotten me to the point where I truly now understand I only have to please him. And really, when you think about it, if you're wanting to please God, those things that he wants you to do are going to follow. You know, Paul had said, if I were trying to please man, I could not please God. And that is where he is bringing me, has brought me. And, uh, you know, you asked, and I want to add to um, when I felt closest to Jesus, another time is worship, praise. And I really believe when you're stuck, if you will just praise God for all he's done and who he is, that just lifts your spirit to a whole new place. And he deserves our praise. And that's something we need to be really consistent with. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we're in the valley, that's when we got to pray harder. Yes. Yes. And he's always there with us. He never lets us walk alone. That's right. So, you know, you co-wrote and produced Divine Influencer that can be seen on Pure Flix. Um, where can they find out about that? and find out about you and what you've been doing and how to get in touch with you and all that. Well, uh, please um, go to broadstreetpublishing.com to see what we do there. Uh, If you are someone who's interested in writing and you want to contact me that way, please feel free to do that. If you want to talk about Jesus, I'm your girl. Um, And as far as divine influencer, you can go to it's now called Great American Pure Flix, and it is airing there as of uh, September 15th. So I know we're past that, but it it's on the platform. And so please go watch it. It's wonderful. You will love watching Lada Silva in such a different role from what she plays on The Chosen. And she just did a phenomenal job. The whole cast did. Wonderful. Wonderful. So what would you like to leave my audience with today? Jesus Christ is is the real deal. He is the son of God. He is the savior of the world. And if you don't know him, don't hesitate. Please don't hesitate. The Bible said God desires that all would come to salvation. And he wants you. And he loves you. So please um, give your heart to Jesus. That's, that's what I want for you. If this ministry has blessed your life, would you like, subscribe, and share this with others? We are here to fulfill the Great Commission, so be sure to come back next time for another episode of The Call with Nancy Sabato. You'll be blessed. And do you listen to the call of God? Because God speaks to you every day. Are you listening to the call? What sound is heard?
Still small